0: This is Sherry Bayer from All in the Industry. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
1: Welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Care, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person appears on Esquire.com and you should feel free to send your questions about cleaning or anything else really to Care at gmail.com My guest today is New York Magazine's Maureen O'Connor. Hi Maureen! Hi! Welcome back! Thank you for having me. We have a lot to talk about today. So much. You have a lot to tell me. We always have too much to talk about. We do. And I have to tell you, I I realized something about you. So you are one of my favorite and and most challenging guests. (laughs) Um, Because controlling you is hard. It's true. You're you're like, you're like being able to stay on on track in terms of the show outline. I'm just wild like that. It's very difficult when you're here. Partly because you're very fun to talk to, and we are friends also, so we like to go off topic. But also, I realized a bigger reason why you're hard to control. Okay, you're a spoiled podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the last time Maureen was here was at the beginning of March, at the beginning of our our my bed making challenge, Love Mob, and I Mob. and I put the challenge to Maureen, and today she's going to tell me how she did, and we're going to talk about some other bed making stuff. Um, but we also mentioned in that show at the beginning of March that I was also a guest on her podcast, which is the New York Magazine's Sex Lives podcast, which you can mm-hmm. um, subscribe to on iTunes. It's a Panoply production. It's wonderful. It was super fun being your guest. I we loved, loved it. We it was really great. I kind of wanted to do it every week. Um, but here's what I realized. You guys go into the studio and you record for An hour, an hour and and a half, twenty
0: minutes when we're
1: done, and then (laughs) you're you have a you have a producer who also edits your show into like a thirty to forty five minute gem of a show that cuts out all of your sort of off topic stuff. And well, all of you went on team. I mean, and I went (laughs) on when I was with you and it was great fun. Uh, I don't have that luxury. This is, I I come come into the studio and I have 45 minutes to bang out everything I got to say. And what, what we record is what we record. So anyway, so that's why you're a challenge, but it's also always really fun. And um, I am very excited to hear how your personal bed making challenge went. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make you, this is, this is how I've, I've, decided i'm going to control you okay i'm going to make you wait you can't tell me how you did okay until i have covered two incredibly important bed making topics that we didn't get to the last time we were here um but we're definitely going to get to today which is the first thing is that 2005 bbc article that is like maybe my least favorite thing in the whole wide world your nemesis Maybe. maybe I mean, maybe like I hate genocide more than I hate this article, but other than that, like just to give you a sense of how strongly I feel about this this article, I'm so, I, I, I get so furious about it. I get so furious about it. So I'm going to debunk the 2005 BBC article that, that claims that making the bed is unhealthy. I know. And I was really clinging to that article. Such junk. It's such garbage. It's garbage time. All right. Um, and then the other thing we're going to talk about, because it is related to sort of the the crux of what that BBC article is about, is we're going to talk about the night sweats and mm. what to do um, about your bed if you've like woken up in a puddle. I have
0: in my lifetime had night sweats. Yeah. It's an experience I've had, although I won't talk about it too much. <laughs> That's okay. You know what else? is? because I'm really you interrupty. Can. Well, I come from a family of interrupters. We just scream over each other all the time. <laughs> it's what I'm used to.
1: It's fine because the thing is, this is you know. I mean, I always say this, but this is a conversational and it freewheeling is. show, and it should <laughs> and it should be because part of the part of the charm of Ask a Clean Person is the Q and A format, yes, which is the thing that makes it so relatable. That like. most people in this world have probably never and and hopefully will never have a pound of butter explode in their car but but the joy of hearing someone describe that but it but people still want to read the column about the person who had the pound of butter explode because it's like funny and relatable like we could all see that happening could we Um, (laughs) <laughs> well i mean i don't have a car so no i couldn't <laughs> but anyways look i'm um, getting you off track again yeah. okay ah! here we go Focus. All right. we're gonna talk about this bbc article yeah this thing makes me so incredibly mad so let me let me tell you don't go read it don't google it don't read it just skip it you don't need it there was this article that came out in the bbc in 2005 first of all we need to talk about the fact that it is now 2016 this is an 11 year old article Based on a study that was done at the, I believe it was the University of Kensington. It was it's a UK, a UK study. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Kensington University. Uh, b- b- a study performed by a researcher by the name of Dr. Stephen Pretlove, which is also so British. I know, right? Yeah. Do we so, trust these Brits? I don't trust Steve. Dr. Stephen Pretlove. All right. Tell us uh, more? What did Stephen I, Pretlove say? So. He conducted a study, and the first, the first important point to make about this is that the study was very specifically about dust mites. Dust mites are not inherently unhealthy for most humans. So the idea that cutting back on dust mites is going to make you a healthier person is garbage to begin with. Mm-hmm. The only instance in which people need to be worrying actively about dust mites are if you have an, a dust mite allergy, which those are rare, mm-hmm. or if you have respiratory problems like asthma, which is obviously less rare. However, if you do have an active dust mite allergy or if you have a respiratory problem like asthma, the best way to control dust mites in your mattress, in your pillow, in your furniture is to regularly launder your bedding. So your sheets, Mm -hmm. um, to use a protective mattress cover and pillow protectors or to regularly launder your pillows and, or to vacuum your mattress. These are all Mm -hmm. fairly like low energy things like vacuuming a mattress sounds kind of crazy i realize that but it's actually not it's a very common thing to do a little like handheld yeah yeah exactly use a handheld or you can use you know upholstery attachment on your regular um on your regular vacuum so that is that is going to help you control he was saying that if you don't do any of those
0: things a messy bed will have fewer dust No, no no
1: he didn't mention those things at all uh, so here, here, okay, now now I have to get into what his, his theory oh, is, yes. this is. So point, point number two uh-huh. um, about this is that what his claims are is that a humid environment encourages dust mites, the presence mm-hmm. of dust mites. And that is true. That is true. What is not true is that leaving your bed unmade is going to, alter humidity levels in any kind of significant way it just first of all it just doesn't stand up to reason Mm -hmm. okay humidity is caused by so many different factors an ever ever so slightly damp bed when you wake up is not going to be affecting the overall humidity level in your room if you want to control humidity levels get a dehumidifier (laughs) <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's the way to do it so his claim is that if you leave the bed unmade it will air out it will dry out and then therefore dust mites won't happen it, it like it's a leap of logic that a- any rational person who can get beyond a sexy head- headline mm-hmm. And the headline's sexy. I mean, people... Well, it, the headline's terrorizing,
0: too, because yeah. inevitably they have, like, one of those zoomed-in pictures of a dust mite. And you're yes. like, whatever and ta- that is, I don't want it.
1: Yeah, and they look terrifying, and they're really not. Um, here's the thing about dust mites. <laughs> we mm-hmm. all have them already. They're not a bug infestation... I think they also sound, especially like in this day and age when everyone is terrified of bed bugs all the time, Yeah, they sound like an infestation in a way that they're just not. They are are present. They're present all the time. We are fine. Unless you have those two things, the active dust mite allergy or you have a respiratory problem, the presence of dust mites is not going to bother you at all. It might sound scary and gross, but it's not, and you're fine. If you do have those two things... There are, there are much better things that you can do to control the presence of dust mites than leaving your bed unmade. Here's the other thing about this that's such malarkey to me. <laughs> malarkey. It's insane to think that leaving your covers in a heap on the bed is going to help them dry out faster than pulling them taut and smoothing them out. Maybe if you're like saran wrapping your bed when you're making it.
0: Maybe. Anyway, I think it's garbage. The great dilemma of all the British people who Saran wrap their beds. Yeah,
1: folly, folly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I think that that I think that, that more or less covers it. Before I, I start like frothing in the, at the mouth in, in rage, um, I, I think it's I uh, I just get so mad over it. I do want to say though, the idea of airing your sheets out is a good one. Mm-hmm. What is again, the proper way to do something? again? leaving your sheets in a heap is not going to help them air out it's just not it's just not so so two things to suggest for for regular sleep moisture Mm-hmm. right so on a, on a normal night that hasn't been too hot or you haven't had a case of the night sweats you haven't peed the bed you haven't peed the bed i mean if listen if you peed the bed you need to make that fucking you need, bed you need no you need to <laughs> you need strip, strip the bed, bed and need, remake yeah. it yeah <laughs> you need to strip the bed you need to clean the mattress you need to wash the sheets i just put my
0: sheets in a heap after i peed in them personally yeah. <laughs> <It was> okay <laughs> we're supposed to
1: damn dr pradlove has led me astray <laughs> Um, so but for, for regular for like regular days. Yes. It's not a bad idea to when you get out of bed in the morning to not immediately make the bed. So first of all, I don't I don't know anyone who like rolls out of bed and walks out the door. Right? Oh everyone <laughs> Don't you know me jolie I mean you have to stop to go pee and brush your fangs, right? Oh true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. On a good day. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, like, you, know, you get up, you got to go use the bathroom. Okay, true. Yeah. You got to brush your teeth. You, you know, you, you got to like, brush your hair. If you're not showering, you got to you got to put on clean underpants. You're putting on yeah. clean underpants, right? I am putting yeah, on, on okay. clean underpants, right? I don't literally roll out of yeah. bed. And- so, I mean, there are all these things you do. This is this is at the at the at a minimum. This is a 10 minute process. Yeah. Right. To pee and brush your teeth. Yeah, 10 at minutes, least right. Yeah, so it's at least ten or fifteen minutes, and that is me being like, you know, considering the outlier scenario in which someone is like running out the door as quickly so as they can, yeah. which doesn't yeah. happen. So most people get up, they shower, they do all that kind of stuff. So if you leave your bed making sort of for after, maybe you've gotten out of the shower, it's been then, out. yeah, then then like that thirty minutes is plenty of time for, for regular, you know. Sleep level moisture sheets to to dry out air out, uh, and then you go ahead and then make the bed if you've had let's say a case of the night sweats Mm -hmm. or if you just prefer for whatever reason to have exposed sheets during the day, there is a way to make the bed that leaves the sheets exposed. And that actually is a much better way of airing sheets out than leaving them in a heap in an unmade bed. So here, so here's, here's how you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to take the pillows off the bed. You're going to pull back the covers and the top sheet. If you use one down Mm -hmm. to sort of the foot of the bed And you're going to pull the bottom sheet taut and re-tuck it. Okay. Okay. So that's the first step. Then you're going to pull, if you use the top sheet, you're going to pull the top sheet up taut Mm -hmm. up to the head of the bed. You're also going to pull the covers up taut to the head of the bed. And then all together in one, you're going to take the covers And the top sheet. Mm -hmm. And you're going to fold them back on themselves. Yes. So you'll either fold them back on themselves um, halfway down the bed so that the portion that was up at the top, the head of the bed, is now down at the foot and they're they're folded in half. Or you can fold them down in thirds and fold them like two-thirds of the way if you want to leave even more of that bottom sheet exposed. And what that's going to do is allow both the top, and the bottom sheet to be exposed to air, breathe. dry out, air out, breathe, so on and so forth. It will still look quite nice because everything is taut and folded, and especially that pulling the bottom sheet taut in the morning thing. Um, I think a lot of people probably don't do that part of it, mm-hmm. and it really does help to make like a nice, smooth looking bed and also feel so much better when you get back in it at night. Yeah. Because it has that sort of like fresh, freshly made bed yeah. feel to it. So that's how you're going to go ahead and make a bed if you want to expose the sheets. You do not need Dr. Stephen pretlove to not make your bed at all because you think it's unhealthy. It's also, I mean, it's just it's just illogical. It just, I mean, it just doesn't. Man, you fucking hate this guy. I'm I (laughs) listen. I have I have written because right every year I do this bed making thing. This is the fifth year. Yes. And so, every year, I have to acknowledge this because every year someone is gonna bring this up, and if first of all it's an it's now gone to the point of annoying for me to have to keep it because it's the same point i never have a new point to make it <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean it is what it is um, but I know I have to address it because I know someone's gonna come in and be like, "Oh, making you should never make the bed so some'm quack researcher in the uk told me not i wonder if like someday you're gonna meet
0: him and you guys will either like have an intense face off or fall deeply in love
1: no could a romance like that exist no a man who doesn't believe in bed making and a woman who loves to make beds. The mere thought of this man like makes makes my skin crawl romeo and juliet like i also like imagine (laughs) i imagine what his disgusting academic office must look like Ugh, I just, oh, This is the beginning of your romantic comedy. S- I can just no, feel it. It's not, Maureen. It's not. Don't, <laughs> you want, don't you want better for me than some. Maybe he's awesome. Than some. His name is Pratt, Love. Than some schlub who doesn't make his bed. <laughs> You're a grown up. Make your bed. Speaking of which. Uh oh. I night listen, sweats no wait where are we i got listen i got well that's the night sweat that's the night sweat thing yeah that's how you make the bed if you have the night sweats but okay well okay so i, well, I was going to second into letting you tell me all about your experience but let's actually talk more about the night sweats yes so when I, I think have night sweats played, i, I just drip the bed like and
0: watch them like every single time every it was time just like really? too like disturbing yeah really
1: that's yeah. dedication
0: That was a difficult time in my life. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, I will
0: say they were triggered by an anxiety medication. So then I think I was like primed to be like going overboard
1: every time, which also is a really cruel side effect of an anxiety
0: medication. Oh God, right? But also like on the scale of side effects, the thing is it was a livable one, right? Like I didn't care enough that I was like I can live with this, but I did actually because I just like. I mean, I had a boyfriend, too, and it like, seemed just like terrible that even if it dried out to force him to like sleep in my... like, I just always would strip it and wash it. I yeah. had a washing machine in the building, too. So. Oh,
1: okay. So that makes it easier. Yeah. 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 So um, it wasn't like a... Yeah. I mean, I think if you've, if you've woken up... I mean, look, there are also different levels of night sweats. Yeah. Um, if you've woken up truly drenched, yeah, you might want to change the sheets. It might just make you feel better. Um, but I think if you don't have the time to change them or it's been like a more minor case. I think, I think making the bed in the way that I described where yeah. you air the sheets out, mm-hmm. um, will help because not only to dry them out, I mean, the sheets will dry out pretty quickly actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always, a, there's always a sort of an, a, an, odor issue when you're talking about the night stuff, mm-hmm. just cause you've got, just cause you've been damp, yeah, you know, and the sheets have been damp. Um, so letting them dry and air out will help, will help with that. Mm-hmm. And I think also probably, um, a little linen spray will help, also. Mm-hmm. I know the last time um, we were here talking about linen spray, you were like very anti the idea of linen spray. You you described it as being like a scented maxi pad. <laughs> did I? <laughs> yes, you did. You did. You're like I don't like that. Um, I don't like scented things though. Oh, okay. in general. All right, that's fair. So yeah, I mean it. That can help. Oh, one other thing, actually, that's quite. Well, you won't like this because you don't like scented things, mm-hmm. but I. Mm-hmm. Like scented things, and I have grown addicted to the. Do you know about the the scent beads that you use in laundry? Yes. Okay. So for people who don't know, these are they're sort of a newish product. Um, Downy makes them. Gain makes them. I know a bunch of other brands. I have the Downy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they are, are, these they're these little beads that you put into the washing machine. Not into the dryer, into the washing yeah. machine. And they scent the clothes. So for me, you know, I'm not a huge fan of fabric softener, yeah, to, to put it mildly. Um, and so I don't use liquid fabric softener. And yeah. I very rarely use dryer sheets. But that also means that I lose a lot of that wonderful scent Mm -hmm. that fabric softeners can impart. And so the beads are the scent without the softener. Ah. And so I'm like totally addicted to them and I love them. Um, There is in the downy line. So I also am thinking of this because yesterday I just got like a big package from the Tide people um, of like, Three different kinds of Tide laundry detergent and four different kinds of laundry beads and a whole stack of this side pens. Like and, and, oh my god, I'm so excited! I'll Instagram it later. <laughs> um, and I can, like can't wait to try all the scent beads. So and I don't even know which scent to try first. Oh my but god. the ones that I the ones that I've been using are the Downy Unstoppables, and mm-hmm. those ones specifically are designed in such a way that when um when you have contact with them mm-hmm. um the the heat of one's body will reactivate the scent. So oh. even if you've washed the sheets like four days ago, when you sort of like get friction on them, it then the it re releases the scent. Exactly. So ah. that that might be a nice thing for people who um who do like the scent who do have night sweats or a little worried about a stale odor forming Mm -hmm. and who don't want to be stripping the sheets all the time because that's a that is a bummer and then it also feels like and i say this as a person who likes stripping the bed and doing laundry and remaking the bed and all that stuff it feels like a punishment for something that's (laughs) like already a punishment you know the night it's true really
0: grim they're really really grim it was i got over it though it went away and you know i didn't even change the medications the side effect just waned
1: That's so interesting. Night sweats, people. Oh, that's so interesting. Hmm. Weird. Who knows? Hmm. It was a phase. Yeah.
0: Well, lucky you that you're out of it.
1: Yeah. Sweat guards got over their their boycott. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. So, oh, wait. One more thing to say about the night sweats. I just learned this this weekend. I was out with some friends and my friend John and I were talking about sheets as we do. Actually, yes, he was do. asking me about mattresses. He was uh-huh. like, "I feel like you're a person who knows about mm. mattresses and blah blah blah." So he, would, interrupting, touched-
0: Marine would demand information about mattresses, but I'm going to let you uh, do your show.
1: I, uh, actually, I didn't. I wasn't helpful. Oh, I wasn't helpful. I, I have an older mattress. I totally need to get a new one. Mm. Um, I'm not a mattress connoisseur. I'm- one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice
0: dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt.
1: sure Ah. i will become one when i go on this inevitable quest to to replace my mattress um it is a quest it is a quest and but um no and when i sent him i was like actually no surprisingly i'm not a mattress connoisseur but what i unsurprisingly i'm Mm -hmm. a good sheets yes connoisseur which maureen already knows and i let regular listeners know that i'm kind of like i like i like a fine set of sheets i like a finely made bed and a fine set. yes you do yeah Um, I like disposable shed of sheets because I've been
0: traumatized by my night sweat phase. (laughs) And I'm like, I would rather just be able to throw these fuckers away if anything spills. I think that you have been traumatized by several other things. Yeah, true, true. A lot of like bed traumas have occurred in yeah. the lifetime yeah that sounds so much more grim than it should have um i just had some <laughs> traumatic messes in my life yes, we'll put it that way yes you have
1: <laughs> uh and i'm grateful for every one of them because they keep me in business and they're also very entertaining um so anyway but in the, in the course of discussing our our sheets thing mm-hmm. um so my friend was was saying he also gets like the crazy night sweats he sees just a hot sleeper um and there is a difference between hot night sweats sleeper, and huh? hot sleepers um <laughs> Sorry, and that's all right. <laughs> Folks, yeah, yeah, hot sleeper. Um, so he was telling John. me he was telling <laughs> me about this new new brand of sheets with the absolute worst slash best name. Before I tell you the name, I'm going to tell you what the sheets are. That's okay. really, it's actually fascinating. I'm surprised it took this long from pe- for someone to come up with this idea. They are. Um, Sheets that are made out of performance material, like the performance material, yeah, sweat wicking sheets. And they, he said, he loves the first. He said they don't, f- they feel good. They don't yeah. feel like you're like sleeping in diaper. yoga pants. Um, <laughs> and he said one of the things he really loves about them is that because of the nature of the material, when they're spread on the on the bed, they're perfectly um, unwrinkled. Ooh. So unlike cotton, which will show every wrinkle, mm-hmm. um, you know it has like a little bit of of stretch
0: to it. I think. So would you um, enjoy that, Jolie, or would you kind of miss not getting to be perfect with your cotton sheets? Oh, I'd probably miss not being perfect with my cotton <laughs> sheets. Yeah, you enjoy the de-wrinkling process.
1: I do. I do. Yeah, it's ritual. It is ritual. Wait, but now what is it called? But I'm. But I'm, intri- but I'm. Listen, I'm intrigued enough by these sheets. Yeah, to you try might give them. It a try. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the name. (laughs) It's so bad. They're called Sheeks. S H E E X. Like Spanks for your bed. Oh, God. (laughs) Why? I know, right? Cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. It's great. It's so bad. It's great. So anyway, so I think that uh, for people – so I've, I've heard, like, uh, mixed reviews of mm. – they're, they're all, not of Sheiks. I've only heard oh. one review of Sheiks, and, and it's yes. been a great review. But I've heard mixed reviews about this uh, sort of trend in the past five or so years of sheets that brill, bill themselves as no sweat uh-huh. or cooling, uh-huh. right – um so for a while everyone was going on about how bamboo sheets were supposed to be fabulous for keeping cool while you sleep i had a friend who went and got them i had bamboo sheets once and he was like they remember anything special about yeah he was like they were no different from my cotton sheets and now i just spent a whole lot of money on bamboo sheets that i didn't need great thanks I don't um, remember why I had bamboo sheets. So, so I'm the sure bamboo sheets... But, I'm, but on the other hand, like, I want to leave... I want to leave room for the possibility that some people have switched to bamboo sheets and have found them very effective in staying cool mm-hmm. at night just because one person didn't have a positive experience. I have bamboo since. socks. Oh. Because they, I was told that they would breathe
0: well and my feet would feel cool and
1: lovely. Do they keep your feet cool and
0: lovely? I notice a difference. Yeah. I that's, I mean,
1: that's... I feel like this is the feedback I'm getting on all this <laughs> of stuff about bamboo. But it's also the thing where I'm like, I
0: don't have a sense of enough meter of what's happening in my I don't oh, okay. know That's like fair. how can I keep track of stuff like that? Yeah,
1: it is I've got enough fair. on my mind, all right? <laughs> yeah. The other thing I've heard that does that don't work is there there are men's um cotton undershirts that are supposed to be cooling. I like I think Hanes or Fruit mm. of the Loom or both or you know is making these now and I've talked to I've talked to guys who have worn them and they're like, "Yep, no different from the regular ones. Yeah. I just paid more for them." So, Placebo. um so let's put a, let's put a call out to our listeners. Oh yeah! If you have tried any of these these quote unquote cooling textiles, I want to hear your experience, good and bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see if we can figure out what what really are good and what are kind of not worth the All investment. Right. So from from the limited anecdotal evidence I have available to me, it sounds like the bamboo thing isn't isn't so great those cooling shirts i i think i haven't heard anything great about i have heard good things about the Sheeks sweat wicking sweat the wicking sweat, stuff really works yeah the sweat wicking sheets um have you tried the period wicking panties i haven't thinks? and i feel so very conflicted about them and i'm really trying not to feel conflicted about them yes i think a lot of it is that um I think there was an age factor going on. I think because I'm Gen X, I'm a little bit more set in some traditional ways of thinking that I, that I'm constantly trying to work on mm-hmm. um, in a way that's different from your generation. I think well, mill- there some, or millennials there are a little an more ick factor like open. factor of just thinking,
0: I mean, okay, the sweat wicking stuff had an ick factor too, right? That you're like, all the sweat is in it,
1: mm. in this cloth,
0: you know, because it's like in there and then you wash it.
1: I don't know that I feel that same because I don't... But it's don't, worse
0: with a period. I don't feel theory. the same
1: way about sweat as I do about, about period. Well, no, yeah. So that's yeah. the point. that The, but I'm try- the idea know, but, that
0: it's there is like gross. But inherently. also
1: it's important for all of us as women not to feel gross about our period blood. Yeah. Like it's a thing we should all be working on. isn't true. But it is like an inherently thing. like
0: staining substance. Yeah, I mean, it I it think is. that there's I feel a way conflict. to not have huge amounts of body shame, but still just not like the idea of yeah, I something mean, that would take some serious enzymatic cleaners to get rid of poop is natural. And I don't feel like no positive about poop. I don't so. feel any need to yeah. reduce my poop shaming tendencies.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we should Maureen. We should we should do a show about that, about but we should do poop? a period. I don't know if I can handle. No, no, a poop no, no, episode. not a poop. Oh, episode. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't want to do that either. Um, no, no, we should do a period episode. Maybe we should do a big period episode. Yeah. I think we have a lot to talk about about that but before
0: we do that Mm-hmm. oh no i've been kind of dreading this do because you, you think i'm gonna be disappointed i didn't make my bed all month
1: not all i no no not, not 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 every day i didn't okay make it all right some days okay so here here's what we're here's what we get to do now don't all be right. worried i'm not gonna be mad Okay. I'm not going to be bad and I'm not going to be disappointed I'm genuinely really curious to hear how Maureen did in this month of March I put the challenge to her along with all of you my wonderful listeners and all of my wonderful Esquire readers to try to make the bed every single day in March this is a thing that I do every year I've been doing it for five years now I've heard from a lot of people on Twitter yes. thank you all so much for all of the positive tweets and sending me the cute pictures of your beds Aww. I really love them I've been I've been so tickled by how excited you've all been. Thank you for the emails. Um it's been it's great and I love doing this every year and it's fun. I feel like every year I, I get I get a few more over on my side. It seems side kind of, of interesting. So, I mean people but must with have Maureen. Interesting beds. Maureen was a, a tough nut to craft because <laughs> she has for a long time really been sort of a, a bed making denier. And so I put the challenge to her a little maybe a little more sternly than I did to uh-huh. everyone else. Um and so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up today's episode by hearing how her experiment in bed making went. And we already know you didn't you weren't a hundred percenter, but that's no, okay. So I
0: made it about like three days before I I had a slip-up day. Okay. And I just, like... I just forgot, basically. That's okay. There wasn't, like, a rage or, like, a reason for it. Okay. I forgot. And then, like... The pattern is a little hit or miss about when I would remember to do it or not. Okay. Um, Sometimes I'd be like halfway through the day and I'd be like, oh, shit. And I would like go over and do it. OK, um, <gasps> you you would go do it in the middle of the day. Well, yeah, because I really wanted to do it for you because this I wanted so to see good. if there was a change in my life. OK, but here's the thing, Jolie. And I really want because I was like, I want I was trying to think that I was like, I need like a reaction. But honestly, the truth is, I don't think it changed much for me. It didn't. But um, I think it might be because there are bigger problems in the messiness of my home oh like i also haven't like washed the dishes in a long time okay things like that okay that in fact um oh but i will say i've also been sleeping in a man's house quite a (laughs) bit this month and when i made his bed he was so fucking impressed and i will say the (laughs) show-off quality when i'm in my own home i just like don't care right but when i was like impress a person with my skills i will make this bed um as i'm like rolling out of bed like two hours later than him right <laughs> like you have to do something so you don't seem like a slob in that moment and i will say when you're rolling out of bed significantly later than someone else and they've been like half you know making that bed will make you feel better then that is a very good point that shame a- shame bed making i am a fan of okay <laughs> so making w- to
1: make and hide your shame so i knew so so listen listeners i tell you i i knew the thing about maureen making this man's bed because we were texting in the early part of the month did i send you a show-off picture i can't remember i think you did yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i wasn't i wasn't sure if you were gonna if you were gonna mention it and i didn't want to like you know blow up your spot if you weren't gonna mention it um but i'm glad you did and i and i love that approach what here's what i here's what i don't love though maureen and i'm gonna keep working Uh on you Sort of more generally. Oh, with love and no judgment. And honestly, like I want you to I want you to do you and not yeah. not feel like I'm like being like dictatorial um and horrible like May- like Martha Stewart might be. Um but here's the thing that I, bitch. I sorry, that was rude. I, <laughs> that's, that's fine. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, she oh Martha Stewart PS is riding hoverboards in uh Dubai right now. Okay, her life sounds kind of fun. Yeah. I'm going to admit that. Um, so, like, we do have to give a little love to Martha for that because that's yes. pretty cool. Although I did see it, and I was first of all, she was like in her in her like night dress. Uh, <gasps> it was an amazing photo. You guys got to go look at Martha's Instagram; it's amazing. But I also was like, Martha, don't fall and shatter. Oh hip. God, yeah, she's very spry. She's very spry, but she's in her 70s. Like, so you know. Anyway, um, I also like fear for the like in- in-home health care for tending to Martha. If she. Oh my God. Can you, yeah, you imagine
0: like um, being the woman who has to, like clean Martha's bedpan? That would be terrible. She would definitely have I very damn picky about that. She would definitely pan. have very
1: specific instructions about how one goes about cleaning a bedpan. Oh, wow. Yeah. It would definitely have to be polished after every cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So here, here's the thing. I mean this, I mean this gently and with love. Uh-huh. I worry a little bit that you, Treat others better than you treat yourself. Oh, Jalee, that got deep. I know. And I and I feel like it also goes back a little bit to something that we talked about the last time you were here when we started uh-huh. this challenge with you, which was that I said, and we both laughed over it because yeah. I said it in such like a hokey way. Yeah. Um, but I acknowledge it was hokey that, that making the bed is a gift you give yourself because it's it's not... That in the moment of making the bed, that's the reward. The reward comes later in the day when you come back home from a long day of work or you come back home after maybe a crummy date and you walk in and things things can be falling apart in your life. But when you see that made bed, it's like, oh, I got one thing right today. And that's the gift you give yourself. And then also you give yourself the gift of it feels so good to get in the bed and all of that.
0: You know, and I I fully respect that and I like it, Julie, but I think I just might not be a bed making person. Okay. But you know what? There are other things I need to learn, like how to wash my dishes.
1: Well, and that's what I mean. I think. And that's and when you were saying are, like there are bigger problems. The, the, uh,
0: the sort of like reward ratio. I'm not getting a huge amount of reward out of the bed. You're not. But I wish
1: I was. And I think maybe, I don't know. I, I suspect I probably you? you're not getting that reward because of those other issues that probably. That we, um, that we've touched on when you've been here, you know, the dishes and I know you like to like leave, <laughs> you know, clothes it's that, strewn all over the room and I have, all that Well, concept. I just have so, a yeah. really high tolerance level for
0: mess. And this is something that I yes. think that people like, some people just have higher mess tolerance. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't bother me, you know? Absolutely. Um, so being a person with a high mess tolerance, finding the places where cleanliness like makes a difference, there just might be different
1: points. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to approach it and i would encourage you to find the points that make you happy i think for a lot of people it's having a clean bathroom yes for a lot of people having having, a clean tub will
0: make me really happy yeah having a clean tub
1: well i gotta get you into that scrubbing our tubs yeah let's all all scrub our tubs that's really good (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna have to have another dedicated what what should be bath month hmm when's bath month the bathiest month of the year february because it's grim and there's also a romantical holiday. True, perhaps. Yeah. All right. Well, we've Although got I time. have to say, I really think that like
0: couples baths are so overrated. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that really are- you've got like a faucet up your ass. It's just like not <laughs> romantic to try to take a bath I, together.
1: I feel that way about showering together. I think showering together is one of great- life's greatest torture methods. Like there's not, I believe one, be that you would do that because you're like I have business to take care of. Things well, one, must be clean. One because you have business to take care of, and sh- but, but also because there's always one of you that's like standing off in the corner shivering in the no water. Like and then like you and really then it's like to, danger, and I'm like always afraid I'm
0: going to slip and fall. And you also like, need ugh. like a certain like height alignments to work out.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, there's that's, a lot, going a whole on. lot going on. Showering together is garbage. To- God, it- Showering together and sex on the beach. Are two garbage things? No, but you know what? I kind of like both of those things better than the than dual your bath
0: <laughs> and making my bed. No, the dual bath is the true hell, in you my really opinion. We'll we'll get into this later. Okay. Whatever, whenever we decide is going to be the scrubbing bubble month.
1: Okay, yeah, we'll talk about it. But I do I do like this idea. Um, all right, so listen, Maureen and I are going to go talk about when we're going to have bath month. Mm-hmm. That'll be really fun, actually. Um, I want to say thank you for trying. Thank you for trying because <laughs> you could have. You could have been. You, you did, and I, you, you did try. And I know you were not keen on it. I'm not all that surprised, to be honest, that um, this wasn't super life changing for you. Um, well, I actually I find hoping, myself not minding. I was hoping. I was hoping to have a reaction, but one I'm not way or dis- the other. I to was be not like repelled
0: or entranced. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised to discover that I could be a person who makes my bed. But that bed making just still isn't high on my priority list. Okay. And that's a okay. Interesting. Discovery. Yeah. Wait, is there, are we out of time? Do we still have time? No, we still have time. For the disaster that happened last <gasps> night?
1: That's right. You had enough. I woke okay. up. It was amazing. First of all, the bookends of this month that you had a disaster at the beginning of the month, right before Um-huh. coming to see me. And now you have another disaster at the end of it. The gods this of my,
0: chaos are just like, they're smiling my, on you and cursing me. So what happened was I was sleeping in this man's home of the bed that I made. Okay. Um, and at some point in the night I was like like fumbling around and I was like, What? Why? And like I go to get my pants that are like lying on the floor and I realized that they're like wet and I'm like, What happened to my pants? Did I spill something? Wait, what the cat was over there? The cat peed on my pants. and then I was like, no, but I have to get up in the morning and go see Lee. And so then I was like, is there some way to wash the pants speed overnight, but then they have to dry. So I'm ready. And ultimately, and then, then there was actually a moment when in, in a, in a sleepy stupor, the phrase enzymatic cleaner was uttered. Um, oh
1: God, bless you! There was you, discussion Marlene. of. I love
0: you. D- is there any Nature's Miracle? Are you mm-hmm. aware of this product? Yes. Um, he brought that up. That he's like, I don't have any Nature's Miracle right now. And I'm like, what do we do? <gasps> so there was like, um, um. In fact, as as perhaps a gentleman would, when his cat pees in in a lady's pair of pants, he washed them himself. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hand, um, but then like left them out to dry. But then the problem was like, he's like, you could theoretically like, soak them overnight to make sure the the scent is gone. Yeah. But then I have to wear them because how am I am I going to get anywhere home? Yeah. So in fact, there was like a clean and then like a drying process but then i just like wasn't i didn't know what to do and then we like i, I had to stop by my house to go switch pants and stuff after wearing like the pee pants home uh, it was oh. kind of difficult <laughs> what
1: is the optimal how what is the cat pee removal process I mean, I optimally think you, i think you did the right thing first of all i want to say like what that cat is such a jerk i know right cat like thing ever and the cat definitely did it on purpose specifically to your pants because the cat fucking is, screw with me no, the cat's jealous of you because oh, you're ew. You're in the... I was getting really intimate. Is it a male Is it a male cat? <laughs> it's or a female male cat. Female? Or maybe the male cat wants to be my boyfriend. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, the cat's just letting you know who's boss. Yeah. That's what the cat was doing. Uh, and I mean, hey, good for the cat. Bad for me. Bad for you. Go, so what's... What I don't is know. The quickest- go pee on the cat. <laughs> with being a cat. So what is the um, okay? So best I think cat pee. I mean, I smell think you did, I think you did the right thing. I think the Nature's Miracle is the right thing, or just like I mean, if you don't have any Nature's Miracle on hand,
0: what's the best?
1: Oh, life? I mean, yeah, wa- just washing them right away, mm-hmm. especially because it was fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think was probably the right thing to have done.
0: Yeah. So now those pants, can I just throw them in the regular laundry, or yeah. do they need special treatment? No, I don't They're make... fine.
1: Oh, I, I mean, I would just check and make sure there's no like staining. If they're black pants. Oh, then, yeah, it should be fine. Yeah, All right, it should be good, fun. good. If Throw there's, like, a in. very strong, like, remaining odor, you yeah. might want to... What, then, Oxy? You know, Oxy isn't super, super... Sorry, super, super it's okay. great on... Uh, Maureen and I are kicking each other. You guys can't see it. Um, <laughs> it's not always the best on odors. They do have, like, a, an odor-neutralizing mm-hmm. Oxy. Um, borax is pretty good on odors. But, honestly, I think if you just get... Um, one of the detergents with like an odor booster, uh-huh. um, like a sports detergent or something like that. Okay, would be fine. yeah, cool. Uh, but but to be honest, probably just straight washing is going to do the trick. Okay, yeah, cool. I just use cold water, mm-hmm. um, dry on lower heat because mm-hmm. sometimes if there's like a remaining odor after the wash uh the heat which i talk about a lot with gym clothes like the heat oh, yeah. can kind of like amplify like oh, really odors, so lo- so lower heat dry that's what okay. i would do all right why cold water uh same thing heat yeah yeah you just don't want to huh and also they're black if they're black pants yeah i mean i'm wanna... not gonna wash them hot anyway on hot yeah um so yeah i think you should be fine i'm glad you thank you for not showing up in pee pants
0: oh my god yeah I like had to, or yeah, in the morning when I was like, mm, is there extra time to nap? No, because I've got to go get rid of these pee pants. I like that you call it napping in the morning. <laughs> <fucking> in. <laughs> I do nap in the mornings. I nap, all day, you nap long. all day long. I know that cat just thought I was like one of his kin, and he probably. was like, probably, probably.
1: Um, All right. Well, on that note, I want to say a huge thank you to my guest today, New York Magazine's Maureen O'Connor. Thank you so much for taking this challenge, for humoring me, for being such a good sport about it. I'm learning. Um, I can make beds is what um, I discovered. I didn't know. I'm sorry that it wasn't life-changing for you. For those of you out there who have tried it and for whom it is life-changing, I'm so thrilled to know that. Um, And I'm inspired by that too. I think there is something in my
0: life that can be as that's going to be as life bed making, yeah. and but we're going to find is it isn't the one for me? Because I think we need to get like real basic with me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're going to find it. We're going to find it. Um, if you made your bed this month. Please let me know. I'd love to hear how you did with that. If Also, if you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing on Acast or iTunes, leaving a rating and telling your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so very much. And of course, thank you to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast.
0: Yay!